Hey family, we're back with another episode on the SCBC podcast. Here is Deaconess Kendra Dickerson with the sermon entitled, Matters of the Heart. Can we just stand real quickly? I got one scripture. Just stand for the reverence of the word. It's really quick. I'm coming from Proverbs 23 and 7. And I'm just coming from the A section of this. And I'll give you a few minutes to get, a few seconds to get there. Proverbs 23 and 7, just the A section. It's a very familiar passage. Just thanking God for his word. And it simply says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. You may reclaim your seats. And so the word, if I had to put a tag, it would just be, first I said guard your heart, and then heart, uh, matters of the heart, watch what you say, watch what you think, you can call it whatever you want to call it. But first, um, I just want to briefly say thank you. I want to thank God for this opportunity. I want to thank Pastor Garnett for the vision and allowing um, the women to speak um, on the fifth Sundays. Y'all being able to give the word and having a word in your belly and not being able to give the word is like being a fish out of water. So it's like suffocating when you really have a word and God has given you a word and you can't speak it. So to have this opportunity, I am truly grateful. So first, I would like to thank my family, St. Emmanuel, for allowing me to stand here. I don't take this lightly. I don't take this moment at all lightly um, to stand behind this sacred desk. I know that this is making history. So I thank God for this opportunity. I want to thank WIA. Uh, and I also want to thank, I'm a part of a prayer team. I'm a part of a prayer group. Um, <clears throat> and we call ourselves a core. So I want to thank them for their prayers this morning. I know that Pastor Garnett lifted me up this morning as well, but I want to thank them for their prayers. I want to thank my best friend that's in Gary, Indiana, that lifted me up as well. She also sent some encouraging words this morning. But I really want to thank my family. I want to thank my sister, my daughter. I want to thank my cousin. I want to thank my husband. And I just want to um, just thank those that keep me lifted up. I want to just sing a one-liner, if you don't mind, just to, to start this off before I go into prayer and go into the Word. I will not be before you long, believe me. Um, I'm not one of those. As Pastor Pullum would say, stand up to be heard, but sit down to be appreciated. So I definitely just want to sing this one-liner and then go into prayer and then I'll go right into the Word. Pray.
Father God, thank you right now, Lord. I thank you, Lord God. I lift you up. I magnify your name. Father God, I just lift up prayer for this nation right now, Father God. I lift up prayer, Lord God, even for the Nichols family, Lord God, as they go through this injustice, Father God. I pray for those, Lord God, we have silent Tyree Nichols, Lord God. We have people that have been injustice, Lord God, without saying a word, Father God. So I'm praying, Lord God, that we come in unity, Father God. No protesting, Lord God, becomes violent, Father God. We ask, Lord God, that you cover our black men, our black women, Lord God. I just ask right now, Lord God, that you continue to keep us, Father God. I'm praying right now, Father God, that you touch those, Lord God, who are lost, Father God. That you touch those that are sin down right now, Father God. That you fall fresh on today, Lord God. I ask right now, Lord God, that I decrease, that you increase within me, Father God. I ask right now, Lord God, those that are battling against depression, anxiety, Father God, I ask right now that you open our ears, Lord God, to hear what thus says the Lord, Father God. And I thank you for this opportunity, Father God. And I'm asking, Lord God, that you move, Lord God, that you just stretch out your hand right now, Father God, that you heal, that you deliver, that you restore, that you touch right now, Lord God, and that you save like only you can, Father God. And I'm asking, Lord God, that you break every chain, that you break every yoke, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord God, again for this opportunity in the mighty name of Christ Jesus hallelujah and amen okay y'all I got a lot of pages but it's not that it's a lot it's just I can't see in the print it's real real big okay. so we're gonna get started all right so first let me say there's no place like home let me click my hand there's no place like home so I just thank God again for the opportunity and I was really nervous but then I said I've spoken a couple of places, and um, I want y'all to know that people treat you really good when you're out. So I represent Saint Amy. I always, you know, I'm out, and I, I, I represent. I carry myself as a, a Christian woman, and and I represent. So I just want to say that. So I started um, with several scriptures, and I want to thank again my sister because I know I got a hundred and I, I every time the Lord would give me something because God is so funny he would give me a scripture I would go through all my scripture and I read it I put my points down I have this whole sermon written up and I go talk to my sister about it and I'm like, Yo, what you think about this and this and this and this and then the next day the Lord would give me a whole nother scripture I only got 10 minutes up there like you can't keep flip flopping on me so first I was going to talk about faith. I was going to come from Hebrews 11. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Y'all had a whole sermon on that. And I was going to talk about how we got to have faith because, you know, Noah built this boat. It's my sister. How Noah going to build a boat? He don't even know what rain is. But yeah, he had faith to build a boat. So I had this whole sermon. Y'all, the sermon was good. So I was going to preach this sermon on, on faith. Then I, I had First uh, Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. Love. Love is patient, love is kind, love is this, love is that. I had the whole thing. But when I got to the last part of that, it said, love keeps no record of wrong. I journal. And I've been journaling since I was elected. Love keeps no record of wrong. 
I forgive you, but June 22nd, 1989, at 11.59, you said what? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I keep record. So I said, Lord, you funny. I can't preach about that because that's not what I'm doing yet. So, hey, he switched it up again. And my job, you know, I came down for prayer about my job and everything going on. But my job focuses on diversity and inclusion. And so we have uh, things that we work on every month where we have tasks that we have to fulfill with our team. So this month, we're focusing on active listening, how to become an active listener. So there's five steps to that. And I want to share them with y'all because I need y'all to become active listeners today. First, step one, I need you to pay attention. Step two, I need you to show the speaker that you are listening. So I need you to smile, nod your head, and let me know that you're paying attention. The third step is I need you to provide feedback. So you can simply say, amen, preach, go there, whatever you like to say. Now the fourth one is very important. I need you to defer judgment. I will not be preaching like Pastor Brian. So please don't expect that today. Number five, respect. Treat the speaker as you would want to be treated if you were standing in the speaker's shoes. And, oh, I forgot to thank two people. I'm so sorry. Give me that. So, okay, okay. So Solomon never said, as a man thinks, so was he. He never said that. Solomon said, in his heart. So the most important part of the sentence is not what we think. The most important part is what's in our heart. Now let me explain this to you. Like I said, y'all see, I'm already on paper. This is not right here. Let me explain this to you. What a man think in his heart is what a man manifests. So the word heart has nothing to do with our chest. And me being young, growing up in the church, in a religious setting, I need to make this clear. Because as we grow up, some of us, we leave the church, and we ride on the back of, I used to go to church. My grandmama still go to church. My mom was in church. So I need to make this clear. To some that don't know, everybody may know, but I don't want to assume that you know. So when we hear the word heart, we need to understand that I'm not talking about what's behind the cavity walls of my chest. Okay? So we grew up thinking that the heart um, is, this, is this place right here. Because even growing up, you know, when you pray, you, you lay your hand on your chest, and we're going to ask God for repentance, and we're going to pray that the Lord help us and save us, and this and that. We, we've learned that. But we need to understand that the heart is not this muscle that pumps blood. 
the heart is our mind. So in the word, when we hear heart, please refer to your mind. Okay? So, but we understand that 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 it's a deeper part of your mind. We need to understand that it's the spirit part. We need to understand that it's the sub part. Okay? So if, if the new houses were here being um, retired from the Marines, they would understand sub. So they could explain it if, if I don't explain this correctly. So the sub part of your mind is the storage. Okay? So if you go below the surface, if you go deep, like to the bottom, that's the sub part. So if you're out like in a cruise ship right now, say you're out on a cruise and you're in the, on the carnival, the carnival cannot go below the water because it'll sink. But if you're in a submarine, you go below. And you can even go to the bottom of the ocean. You can go to the deep because the submarine, SUV, the submarine below ship is equipped to go deep. Okay? So, for he thinketh in his mind, so is he. His mind, in his subconscious, in his submind, so is he. Now, Solomon says, whatever you store there is what you live out. So if you think negatively, you live negatively. If you think positively, you live positively. If you operate positively because your mindset, your subconscious, you operate in that manner. God said, out of the heart comes the issues of life. So. We got issues. We got issues. We all got issues. We know where the issues come from. They come from old problems. They come from things that have been stored in our submarine 20, 30, 5, 10 years ago. Things that are stored in our submarine. And let me just, so. So Mike can help me with this. Think of yourself as a computer. And your mind is the hardware. And things begin to download into your hardware. And you see people, computers, every day. And you may even marry a computer. And then you realize you push the wrong button. And the download is crazy. And you don't realize that your download is jacked up because the hardware has stored a virus. So when you get the virus cleaned out, then the computer now runs smoothly. Does that make sense? Okay. We have to be careful what we have in our heart, what we download, so that we don't become that. So remember the saying your mama used to say, you are what you eat. 
Eat your vegetables. Eat your carrots so you can see better. Eat your peas. Eat your this, eat your that. My mama used to say, Where did you drink some water? Because you're breastfeeding. Did you have a bowel movement? Because you're breastfeeding. You are what you eat. You have to watch what you feed yourself. You have to watch what you download yourself. It says, study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman who need not to be ashamed. Who can what? Rightly divide. Amen. Got some Bible scholars in here. So, when you ask Christ to come into your heart, you are asking Christ to come into your head. The Bible says, how can a young man keep his way pure and simple? Download the word. Download the word into your subconscious mind. What are we going to do when they take the Bible away? What are you going to do when you can't flip the pages? What are you going to do when you can't go to your phone and Google or Bible app? It should be in your heart, in your subconscious. How are we going to be successful in the kingdom if we don't have it in our hearts? The, the only way we can be successful in the kingdom is to have the word. And how will we retain the word? We have to meditate on it. When? Day and night. So we have to stay focused, and we have to meditate on this word day and night. Let me give you one more point, and then I'm, a, I'm a, coming to a close. I'm going to give you this word, and I need y'all to remember this word. The word is could, C-U-D, could. Some of you may have heard of, heard of this word, especially some people that may have been in the country or whatever. You may have heard of this word, could. So we're going to meditate on this word right now. So the word could in the sense that I'm using it, is we're going to meditate on the word could. Only a few animals could. And what that is, is um, when you see an animal always chewing, and the animals that I'm referring to are goats, um, cows, and sheep. Okay? So the importance of this is that they studies show that when an animal is cutting they are these are animals that are known to have two stomachs they have a small stomach that they ingest the food really fast and then they have a larger stomach that they regurgitate what they eat and then they take their time and chew it again and then that that uh, goes back into the larger stomach and then it disperses as nutrients in the body okay so I'm going to break it down a little bit further because I, I typed it up, so I want to read what I typed. Um, we may see these animals eating and chewing all day. Then they lay under a tree near a pond or the barn or, or wherever is quiet. They steal away from the herd and other animals, but they're steady chewing. This is because the animal brings the food back up. We see 
the animal cutting. They, these animals are known to have two stomachs. This is where they eat real fast, get it in, and they're stored up. And then the second process is they regurgitate it and eat that slowly all day until all the nutrients are into the second part of the stomach and dispersed. The animal, it says here, the animal goes away off by themselves and you see them chewing. You think that they're chewing nothing, but they're chewing what they have regurgitated. They chew it again and again and again until the point until it assimilates into the second stomach and becomes a part of their whole body digestion. They're doing this because they've eaten fresh food. He says, when you leave and get away from people, they're going to a hiding place. So that's what I think we should do. I think we should go to a hiding place, whether it's in your car, your, your prayer closet, or uh, just in your kitchen, if it's private for you, wherever you need to go, go and get away. Every time you do, pray, play you some praise and worship music, pray, read, study, whatever you, you need to do to ingest the word, regurgitate it, chew on it slowly, and then let it disperse throughout your body. And if somebody asks you what you're doing, you just tell them you're cutting. Tell them you, you slipped away to a quiet place so that you could cook. So we need to be careful what we speak, and we need to only speak life. We need to be careful how we act. We only need to act like we have children that we need to take care of. I have grandchildren, and believe me, y'all, my grandchildren think that they are all that. Because they don't, I don't care if they hurt nasty, if they not dressed that day. My grandbaby comes, she had a little slide. I said, uh, why your face dirty? My face not dirty? You sure right, because you what? I'm beautiful, absolutely. You tell these children every day they are beautiful, that they are gorgeous, that they are smart, that they are intelligent, because the world is already going to beat them up. So we have to instill in them. And it also tells me in studying from the ages of zero to seven is when the mind is shaped. So we need to instill in their sub-mind who they are, which are children of God. We need to instill in their mind that they are princes and princesses. So it brings me all back to the scriptures that God had already given me that I was going to bring. If you follow God and let him penetrate your heart, he will give you Hebrews 11 and 1, which is faith, which is now the faith of things hoped the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And then he will give you love, his love, that will cause your sub-mind to reflect on love is patient, love is kind, love is not envious, love does not boast, love is not proud, love does not dishonor others, love is not seeking, self-seeking, I'm sorry, love is not easily angered, love does not keep record of wrong, changing our thoughts to guard our hearts. 
like my mama said, stop your stinking thinking. We have to change how we think. We have to change how we think. For he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Let your sub-mind change how you think. And it will change your directions. It will change how you walk. It'll change how you talk. It'll change how you treat others. It'll change your disposition. It'll change your job atmosphere. Set the atmosphere when you walk in a place. Go early. Pray before you step into a place. Pray before you get out your car. Change how you think. If you change how you think, then things will change around you. If you change how you move and how you operate, things will change around you. I want to say this so bad. I know he's all right. I want to say that all day, y'all. I want to say that all day. I'm not no hooping and hollering preacher, but I want to say that all day because I know he's all right. I know that I can trust him because I no longer have stinking thinking. I know that 2023, y'all, is our now season. I know that 2023, y'all, is our time of change. I know that 2023 is the time that we need to think with our heart. I know that 2023 is now the time for change. I want to thank y'all for the opportunity. I want to thank y'all for allowing me the moment to give God glory and give God praise.